the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Nice to be with you as we start another week. First full week of December, Bruce Hooley Show. We go until 1 o'clock every day. You can take us with you. You can be in front of your regular terrestrial radio, the iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Radio.com apps. We'll bring in the station, as will our own app. Search 989FM, The Answer, in the iTunes and Google Play Store. We will have a lot of attention over the coming year on the trial of former Franklin County Sheriff's Deputy Jason Mead. Jason Mead is accused of shooting and killing Casey Goodson. Casey Goodson, a uh, young man who was entering his home. He had gone out to the dentist. He had visited a subway. He had sandwiches in his hand. The question will be, did he have a gun in his hand, too? And Did he wave it, threaten it, in some way position it so that Officer Jason Mead felt like Casey Goodson was a threat? We have a system for deciding Who's right in this? We don't have body cam footage. It will depend entirely upon testimony of the individuals. And I believe in that system. I have to believe in that system because we don't have a better system. We have to hope we get it right a lot more than we get it wrong, and I think we do. Sometimes I think we get it wrong, and sometimes I think we get it egregiously wrong. And and there are people who typically would not share my opinion of when we get it wrong. They think they're those are the times they get it right. Well, there are times that they think the system is wrong, and I think the system's right. I thought we got it horribly wrong with O.J. Simpson. I think we got it wrong with Derek Chauvin. I think he was overcharged, overconvicted. I think we got it right with Kyle Rittenhouse. A lot of people don't. I think we got it right in Georgia with the three white men in the case of Ahmed Arbery. There are those, I'm sure, in Georgia who think that was wrong. But we are forced, I guess, to deal with the system that we have. What should not happen is that institutions with influence should pick a side up front and try to poison a jury pool because that is exerting undue influence, particularly among institutions that are called to a high standard when it comes to how they use their platform to inflame or de-escalate a situation. It appears to me, after the most recent editorial, not the first, just the most recent, that the Columbus Dispatch has already determined that former Deputy Jason Mead is guilty of murdering Casey Goodson. I say this because the dispatch has now allowed the attorney for Casey Goodson to write 
an admitted opinion piece in the dispatch. But in this opinion piece, he makes a ton of clearly prejudicial statements that at this point cannot be substantiated. These statements will be adjudicated at trial. That trial will have 12 decision makers working as one, jurors, regular citizens. And at that trial, they will be given instructions by a judge as to what they are to weigh and what they are to ignore, how they are to do their job. Right now, they don't even know they're going to be jurors in that case. They don't even know that they're going to be tasked with either giving justice to Casey Goodson or giving justice to Jason Mead. Casey Goodson can be exonerated, his behavior that day, by a guilty verdict against Jason Mead. Likewise, Jason Mead can be exonerated of doing anything outside the law if he is acquitted in court. But those jurors right now are left to their own devices, thinking whatever they want to think. And what they think is shaped by, first and foremost, news media coverage of what happened essentially a year ago today. It was December the 4th, but it's pretty close. So it is, though legal, I think nefarious and duplicitous of the dispatch to allow Sean Walton Jr., the attorney for Casey Goodson's family, which clearly is seeking monetary compensation for the death of Casey Goodson. I don't blame them for that one bit. I don't blame them at all if Casey Goodson was shot unjustifiably. And I don't know if Jason Meade is guilty of committing a crime. I'm trying to keep an open mind and hear whatever is allowed to be presented in court. Because in court, I know this. I know that Sean Walton will not be able to get up and say the things that he's putting into print that will undoubtedly make it harder for Jason Meade to get a fair trial. Now, I knew right away when I read this article in the dispatch, this opinion piece by Sean Walton Jr., that we were in for exactly what we got, which was a completely partisan, unsubstantiated view of what happened on the day Casey Goodson died. I know this because in the very first sentence of his editorial, Sean Walton says, since his death a year ago, Casey Goodson Jr.'s family has been on a mission to tell his truth. The warning bell should sound when you hear that phrase. His truth, my truth, their truth, your truth. Truth, like justice, does not need a modifying word. Truth is truth. Justice is justice. Truth from someone's perspective is not truth. It is opinion. Justice from some modified position is nothing more than an agenda, a wish, a desire. Social justice. How do we get that? Well, you stop doing what you're doing, and I get to do what I'm not getting to do. Okay, so that's a wish that might not 
necessarily be justice. It might be, but it might not be. So I get Casey Goodson's family certainly wants Casey Goodson to be proven to be innocent of any crime that day. They certainly want someone held accountable legally, financially, for the death of Casey Goodson. I get it. But Sean Walton Jr. goes on, and I'll just read you. Because, I mean, it looks like I colored this article in yellow. I just highlighted the statements that are categorically unprovable at this time and thus prejudicial to the effort to find a group of 12 people who are unbiased on the events of that day. Here they are. Casey Goodson was an innocent citizen who was hunted and murdered. The deputy, Jason Mead, embraced police brutality and the righteous release that he and fellow Franklin County SWAT officers received when using force against citizens. Jason Meade described his job as hunting people. Jason Meade violated Casey's constitutional rights. Franklin County allowed a deputy that was unfit to become a SWAT team member. Franklin County trained an expert shooter to kill with precision while not ensuring that the same deputy understood the constitutional limitations on his use of deadly force. You don't know any of that to be true. Those are partisan, emotional, at this point, completely unproven statements. And Sean Walton Jr. ended with a big finish. He said, Jason Meade took pride in his job hunting people. I mean, I could do a whole discourse on that. How do you know what Jason Meade took pride in? And how do you know that he viewed his job as hunting people? And how do you know that if he viewed his job as hunting people, he took pride in it? There are three complete straw man statements in there encased in seven words. And then, of course, Sean Walton ends with, America is a country that too often witnesses officers murder citizens with impunity. Okay, I get it. Sean Walton's upset. Casey Goodson's family's upset. If he was unjustifiably shot, I'm upset. And you should be upset. And I'm sure police officers who do their jobs well are upset. This is a contrast between the family of Andre Hill and the family of Casey Goodson, and I would say the attorneys for Andre Hill and the attorney for Casey Goodson's family. The families, family and attorney of Andre Hill have done a, an amazing job of maintaining their perspective and an even keel, as I am sure they feel the exact same pain and the exact same sense of resentment and anger that the family of Casey Goodson feels. It's more, this is more, the families are entitled to feel whatever they want. You can't expect rational behavior out of people when a family member is shot and killed. But the attorney, an officer of the court, 
should have a higher, and does, have a higher standard. And the media that has an ability to poison a jury pool should have a higher standard. And in those two areas, the attorney for Casey Goodson has far overstepped the bounds of propriety, as has, not that I'm surprised, the Columbus Dispatch. Columbus police were out and about this weekend. Of course, they're out and about every weekend, of course. But they were out and about Saturday for the Cram a Cruiser Toy Drive. Uh, They were jamming their cruisers full of toys uh, to deliver to kids who have been touched this year by homicide in the city of Columbus. And a lot have, as we're over 180 homicides. Congratulations to Andrew Ginther and to Zach Klein, the law director, and to the all-Democrat Columbus City Council uh, you guys have come up with uh, living conditions that have wrought record murder totals the past two years. Don't know if that was your objective, but uh, that's your result of your policies. So Columbus police, who are, by the way, also uh, being targeted by Ginther, Klein, uh, federal judges, Algernon Marbley locally by the woke, crazy, lunatic fringe, also known as the police Oversight Review Board, uh, they weren't out getting their cars crammed full of toys on Saturday for the kids, but the cops were. Uh, hundreds of toys and thousands of dollars in monetary donations, too. Uh, this was organized uh, by Assistant Chief Lashana Potts. She is the uh, officer who got the sweetheart deal to come in here from Detroit with Elaine Bryant, our new police chief, and... Uh, I've not heard much of Lashana Potts since she got here, other than she skirted the normal hiring practices. But I like this. Good idea. Thanks for bringing this in. So uh, this blows up the narrative, of course, that all cops are bad. Uh, All cops are not bad. A few are bad. But guess what? A few doctors are bad. A few lawyers are bad. A few plumbers, a few uh, consultants, a few radio hosts are bad. There are... Bad, incompetent, sometimes uh, misguided, and sometimes, yeah, even uh, evil people in every profession. Stands out more when it's a police officer, of course, because at best, people's rights are denied them. At worst, people get hurt. At ultimate worst, somebody dies. That's what's at the root of the question about what happened on the day that Casey Goodson was shot to death by then Franklin County Sheriff's deputy working for federal marshals, Jason Mead. Jason Mead posted bond, $250,000. He's been indicted for murder. And there are people who think, ah, well, he was indicted. He's got to be guilty. No, uh, indictment is simply a decision that means there is probable cause to believe that a crime may have been committed. In other words, is this worth our time going to court, devoting the resources, the time to prosecuting this case? Uh, In Wisconsin, they should have looked at the video and said, no, this Rittenhouse kid, this was self-defense. But of course, sometimes your people in charge of these kinds of decisions all have their own agendas. Jason Mead would like this case to be heard by federal officials. His argument, his attorney's argument, 
is that he was working at the time with the U.S. Marshals Service Fugitive Task Force. Ergo, he was not working for Franklin County. Ergo, he wants this tried on the federal level. Now, I see why he's doing that, because Columbus, an all-democratic city, you'd think it's anti-gun. Jason Mead is, in another endeavor in his life, a pastor. Uh, he probably thinks uh, they're going to paint me as a Second Amendment nut job. In his role as pastor, what do pastors do? They get up and talk in front of churches. And when they get up in front of churches, a lot of times those messages are recorded, and a lot of churches put those messages on their website. And so I'm sure in the aftermath of this shooting, the attorneys for the family of Casey Goodson gathered all the information they could on Jason Mead, and it's clear to me from the editorial written in the dispatch today by Jason Mead's attorney, excuse me, by Casey Goodson's attorney, if he was Jason Mead's attorney, he'd be guilty of malpractice with all the statements he made about Jason Mead that at this point in time are nothing more than just histrionic rantings of an attorney with, you know, cash register bells putting him to sleep at night. Uh, so Mead wants this tried in federal court with Merrick Garland in the Justice Department and Joe Biden in the White House. I'm not sure that's a much better option than... 12 jurors who are presumably your peers. But the Goodson attorney is fighting this. He's mad about Jason Mead's bond at $250,000. Is Jason Mead 250 times greater a threat to this community than the driver of the SUV that murdered seven people in Waukesha was to the suburban Milwaukee community? I think not. The guy in Milwaukee got a thousand bucks bond after already trying to run over one of the women he had children with. Thousand bucks he got out. A pastor, law enforcement officer, post 250,000, and Sean Walton Jr. is griping about it. So. Meade is out. He appears not to be any kind of a flight risk. Uh, We'll see what happens. What I know has happened, because I'm looking at the pictures right now, is that there have been, like Casey Goodson, a lot of black people died this year in incidents between law enforcement and the public. You know Casey Goodson's name because he's a citizen. You don't know the, I don't know, I'm guessing here, like maybe 15 or 20 uh, black men and women who died in altercations with police because they were police. Yes, 60 law enforcement officers so far this year have been killed in the line of duty. Do you know any of their names? Why is that? Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.